Well, anyway, I'm Ronald Lesko, and this is Traditions, and I am um, so honored to be able to introduce this next guest to us, uh, to our studio audience or listening audience out there. He has been uh, an internationally acclaimed star, uh, from, originally from Israel and uh, toured the world over. He's been called the Bruce Springsteen of Israel. And, well, here we are in New Jersey, so I, we got another Bruce, but we'll watch out. <laughs> we'll see how you do. <laughs> David Bros is with us today. David, it's so good to meet you and good to see you on the show. It is great to finally be inside the uh, station itself because yeah. I've known this. I've known the you know the station for so many years, so right. it's yeah. great. Yeah, you used to live in New Jersey, and uh, certainly did. Now you're in Tribeca and Tel Aviv, and uh, traveling and touring, and uh, you've, you've got a, a concert appearance coming up at Town Hall in January on January seventh. That's right. And uh, the, the film on Netflix. So much to talk about today, but uh, <laughs> Thank you. you've got your guitar, and I'm kind of a, a greedy guy. I wonder if you'd mind starting us off with the song. Of course, yeah. So this is uh, from the album East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem. Uh, it's uh, the first song I wrote for this album. It goes like this. Don't want to preach to no one tonight. Just want to tell my tale When the sun will rise tomorrow We'll shed light on some facts from hell Clouds are floating in the sky Shift the mood so fast Like on the streets of Jerusalem Where the quiet's not meant to last I'm gonna find you tonight I'm gonna count from one to three I'm gonna feel the peace within me With you right here next to me I was born into this reality I was brought up with a war It doesn't mean I must accept it Don't wanna fight no Young people from all over Stray away and cross the lines It's a dialogue that we're seeking And we're running out of time I'm gonna find you tonight I'm gonna count from one to three I'm gonna feel the peace within me With you right here next to me find you tonight I'm gonna count from one to three I'm gonna feel the peace within me with you right here next to me I'm gonna find you tonight I'm gonna count from one to three I'm gonna feel the peace within me with you right here next to me with you right here next to me Right here next to me. 
Yeah. What a powerful song. Thank you. Song that kicks off your your CD, East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem. Oh, right, it does. Yeah, which is also the, uh, the, the, the documentary that you made about the making of this incredible album. Uh, Thank you. Eight days to record an album, and you recorded in East Jerusalem. You were the first Israeli performer to perform in the studio or record yeah. this. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I, what, I, what I admired so much about the album is that, you know, it's obviously a, a conflict that's been going on for ages. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot, there was no real finger pointing on your album, but you, you offered a lot of opportunities to look at what's happening, the realities mm-hmm. of it, and also offering some hope. I, I assume that's your, your, your intention to bring people together. Well, it's an evocative film. It's an evocative album, in my opinion, of the whole story. The idea is... Um, First of all, you know, it's produced also by a very f- good friend of mine who have, we've become even closer since recording this album, and that's Steve Earle, mm-hmm. um, who I, you know, I was looking for, for an artist who would come and, and help me produce the album who would be disconnected from the reality that I'm so involved with. And, um, and also my friends, my Palestinian friends and my Israeli mu- from musicians. Um, so this, this whole um, experience was one that I really wanted to, and rather than record in London or in Tel Aviv or in Madrid, I've been traveling around the world and recorded my albums over the years in different places. I thought, you know, this is something that could be also, um, um, I don't know if it's a mind fix or a correction to, to, a, to a feeling that we all have in us, whether we're the Israelis or the Palestinians, that we fear each other. Mm. And it's a psychological barrier it's a huge psychological barrier forget walls right the the walls of fear are you know it's very difficult to bring them down if you don't and and especially if you don't understand that people are the same all over and it's what you go through that makes you tougher makes you angrier makes you uh, fearful afraid paranoid um, and it took a lot of convincing for me to bring my Israeli band from Tel Aviv to record in this album um, and to record in East Jerusalem. And since the day that we've done it, which was in 2013, it's just three and a half years ago, um, there, first of all, all my musicians have been frequenting the, the studio and the parties and the barbecues that we hold there on a regular basis. And as a matter of fact, they wait eagerly to, to be told that there is, you know, an opportunity to go up again. And the, and so the relationships have, have broadened and gotten deeper. Everybody brings their wives and kids. And then from the Palestinian side, the musicians from East Jerusalem and even musicians coming in from the West Bank and then other musicians coming from elsewhere in within the Middle East, or rather Israel, um, have, it's just have grown mm-hmm. uh, to the point where today a friend brings a friend brings a friend and everybody wants to be part of this emerging, um, uh, it's not a movement, it's more of a camaraderie, a friendship that's spreading out. Um, and the stories about it are told everywhere. So people are just wondering, how real is it? And so when they come and they see it, and they have us basically just put out barbecues, eat, drink, play. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally when I get a project done, then I can call all these people and they'll feel familiar enough to come. And I think that's the way, at least in my reality, this is not about fixing the world. Right. It's about fixing the world I live in, you live in, we live in. You know, we're a group of people, each one of us in our neighborhoods, whether you're in New Jersey, whether you're in, in, in Colombia, in Medellin, the post-narco time now, which where entire villages are, are feeling abandoned and hurt, uh, whether you're from 
Libya or from Palestine or from China. I don't care. There is always problems, especially in the in the denser populated areas. And so uh, I think through music, there's a lot that can be done, a lot can be said, and a lot to, uh, to, that can be used as an educational tool. Yeah. So that's about it. So I think <laughs> the film and the album, East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem, if any, if, besides being, I think, beautiful albums, I think the album itself is is it's, one of my favorites. Yeah. And, of course, m- most recent one, uh, but it's also one that has spurred a lot of interest from people who want to do things like that or have been inspired to do like likewise. Right. You know? Yeah, I, I watched the film, and, uh, you know, I, I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix now, as you mentioned, but, it, you know, it's not only just the making of an album, but, you know, just viewing this entire situation i mean less than a quarter less than a mile square mile that you you were recording in and everything that was going on around you i I was particularly moved by the end of the film where um you and your friend were sitting outside and it was jerusalem day yeah and all of these horrific um the energy protests going on the energy it's the energy you know Um, nationalism is something we you know uh, ideology is something that I, I very much believe in. Everybody has to have. Nationalism is important. It's important to belong and to believe in 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 who you are, what you are, where you live, but not at the cost hmm. of the other. And to use violence and meanness to prove that you are right hmm. means that something is wrong with your system. Means that you're not exactly right. Right. Because those are strong, as you know, in martial arts, you never. You never put your enemy down. You just let him know that you're strong mm-hmm. and that you're feeling good about yourself. And you can bring down anybody anytime. That's mm-hmm. not the trick. The trick is to live with one another. Right. And that's the martial art. So I believe in that Zen. And when you see this nationalism, I'm thinking, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. there is, there's there got to be a, a, a mama and a papa here who sure. control the situation. And as we know, even in this country, in the United States, uh, the leadership is not always there. So when the leadership is not there, we got to collect ourselves, and we got to be there mm-hmm. as as responsible citizens of any place, and that's that's our role. So yeah. we take we take control. And, and, and the, the, watching the film, watching all of these artists, you know, the Palestinian artists working together with Israeli artists. I mean, as you said, it was kind of like the first time this was done, working together, eating together, yeah. making meals, and you know, and, and and seeing that commonality, I guess, in the music and in your in yourselves. Well, you know, I I just want to correct. This is the first time artists get together or musicians get together to do this, talking about Israeli and Palestinians. Of course, uh, there are Arab, Israeli Palestinians, which right. we call Arab Israelis, who live within the Israeli border, who are just as Palestinian as the ones across the border, but have a different, have much more freedom and um, are, are slowly integrating. And, and you know, one lives, we do things together. But there's also such a numerous. A number of activities going throughout the Middle East, which is Israel and Palestinian, trying to build bridges. Is it whether it's the doctors and whether it's uh, mothers and whether it's uh, architects and and army people and politicians. Everybody's trying and everybody will have a a meal here and there. But I think it's the it's the people with the artistic minds, Mm -hmm. with a with a vast, endless imagination, with a vision and and the and the culture who should be the first and foremost and the first ones to actually do this because right. when we trickle out when we trickle music poetry dance film all these wonderful things that are within the arts it 
reaches so far without having to be political. It's just because art is is an evocative and and a beautiful um, means of of spreading spreading messages. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, with all the groups that are going on, the one that's missing is the artistic mm-hmm. collaborations. And so, this one is a first of its kind. And hopefully many, many more to come. Yes, there uh, are. It, 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 but it also sometimes can come as a cost. I remember some, someone in the films mentioning how um, uh, she was in danger, mm-hmm. uh, felt it felt in danger mm-hmm. by participating. Right. And, 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 and even for, for an artist to, to build their own fan base, so to speak, yeah. uh, it, you know, you, sometimes <clears throat> going out on the line like that can, can actually hurt a career. But that, I guess, is not <clears throat> the foremost importance here. I mean, you're, you're here doing this for, for, for probably a better reason. I don't know if it hurts your career. Yeah. I think if you're truthful and you do it because you believe in it, then the people who love you love you for that. Mm-hmm. And they love your music if your music is good. Uh, to blame a failure of a career because of somebody's political opinions, I've never seen that happen. Everybody's got a right to their opinion. It's also the way you you declare or you use your opinions and right. try to impose them on others. So forget that. Um, Mira Awad, who is the the Arab, uh, Palestinian, Israeli-Palestinian artist who's in the film and so well-spoken and with whom I love singing, uh, especially the next song, uh, which is mm-hmm. called Ramallah Tel Aviv, um, basically is an experience that I went through <clears throat> while visiting Ramallah, which is the the main uh, city in in the West Bank and, and what is the Palestinian territories, um, Mira Awad goes, as she says in the film, through a lot of issues on the Palestinian side, on the Israeli. Those think that she's too Arab. The, others, the, the Arabs think that she's too Israeli. So she goes through this conflict. But what can she do? She's born in Israel, raised in Israel. She is of Palestinian descent. She's an Arab. Uh, but she wants to live comfortably and she respects the Israeli system and wants to be part of it. So should we say no to her? Mm-hmm. On the contrary, let's embrace and, and let's be like her. Let's do more towards each other. That's why I, I really praise her. And b- besides being the artist, wow, she's so brave. Yeah. And, so, and, 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 and really, um, she's got this gentle, novel kind of way of presenting herself. Let's listen to that cut now. This is uh, uh, Ramallah Tel Aviv. Yep. my life down by the shore I take my walks, make love and more Up on the hill they live to love The romance lingers up above Eastern winds bring lustful scents Mixed with tears of innocence Years of war and difference Love and hate and self-defense Extensions of erotic sound Flow the sounds of bells The do's and don'ts The right to be The need to give Oh, 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 that's what a mullah is Tell a As I stand up on the hill I recognize now how it feels To see the lights that shine so bright Inviting me yet out of sight 
reality and fantasy So close and yet so far it seems Oh, will we see the day come soon So we can live in harmony Extensions of erotic sounds Continues through the sounds of bells The do's and don'ts The right to be The need to And also, uh, excuse my pronunciation of this, uh, uh, Ari... Ramallah Tel Aviv? Ramallah Tel Aviv, correct. Yeah. <laughs> no, so... no worries. You know, Ramallah is what Tel Aviv is to Israel. Ramallah is to the Palestinians. Right. And uh, it's the main hub of culture and commerce and the most important mm-hmm. city. And it sits right atop of the hill. And actually, on a good day, you can actually see Tel Aviv from Ramallah. Right. That's what this song is about. And you live, you're currently living in Tel Aviv, correct? I've always lived yeah. in Tel Aviv, yeah. but I also made a home here in New Jersey for, mm-hmm. for many years, for like 17 years. My kids grew up here, and, uh, and I would travel from here discovering this country, which mm-hmm. just took me a long time. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was in me, but I just kept on going. And uh, so home base was New Jersey, and then I moved to Spain in the in 2000, 1999. I moved to Madrid for a few years and, and started a Spanish career. All in Spanish. Right. And then after three albums, then I thought it's time to move back to Tel Aviv. And so that's my base. And then I have a base here in, uh, in Tribeca. So wow. it's Tel Aviv, Tribeca, <laughs> not Ramallah, Tel Aviv. And I just travel all the time. This yeah. this past two weeks, I, I came out of Tel Aviv, flew off to, to New York for a minute and played in Winnipeg, Canada. From there, I headed to Melbourne, Australia, to Byron Bay, Sydney, and then Beijing and back. So I made it just in time for for, to, for today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> 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 boom. Oh, those frequent flyer miles must be really fast packing hey, up there. <laughs> it is. You're right. That's how it works. Well, for those of you just tuned again, I'm Ron Alesco, and my, my special guest today is David Broza. Uh, on Saturday, January 7th, he'll be performing at Town Hall. David Broza and friends. Uh, now, who are some of the friends? You, or are you going to save them for surprises for us? No, well, <laughs> there might still be surprises. Surprises, but for me even surprises, uh, because I've, I've I've called for many. You know, for 21 years I've been doing what's called the David Bros are not exactly Christmas show uh-huh. on Christmas Eve at the 92nd Street Y in Manhattan. Uh-huh. 
uh, <clears throat> which started at the town hall then went. And this year I decided that I want to be, take part in APAP, which is the big conference, the music conference. I couldn't have done that had I continued with my Christmas. So for one year, I moved my Christmas show to January 7th, uh-huh. <laughs> just this year, which is also actually Christmas. I think it's the Greek Orthodox. True, right, right. Or yeah. <clears throat> it's the last Christmas day of Christmas. Right. Uh, anyhow, uh, we've taken the hall, and I'm bringing what um, is part of a, a, a group that I've been working with and experimenting with, all Israeli, young, vibrant, amazing, some rock, some jazz, some folk musicians. To, uh, I've got a pianist and a keyboardist, two drummers, you know, two guitarists, a uh, bass player and a singer. And then I've got my guests. I've got Jay Beckenstein on saxophone, who's the leader of Spyro Gyra. Right. I have um, uh, Ali Paris, who is an amazing kanun player, which is a very interesting instrument, also featured on the last song, Ramallah Tel Aviv, which we just heard. He's from Ramallah. And he works here, and he's a graduate of Berkeley School of Music, so he's a guest. And just this morning, I met with uh, the most wonderful female singer-songwriter in this country. One of my favorites in the world is Sean Colvin. Oh, sure. And she's agreed to come on and be an, another guest that's not, a, not on the list. And I'm still looking for more. You know. Right. So uh, there'll be a lot of collaborations, and it's one, one, one hell of a night, really, <laughs> for me to put on and orchestrate this, you know, two hours of amazing, potent music and happiness and, uh, and mellowness, too. It's got to be everything. Sure. It's just what we need, to. I mean, you're, you're talking about earlier about you know, what's happening in the Middle East. What's happening here in the U.S., too, is kind yeah. of a, uh, you know, not on a, it's on a totally different scale here, but it's still scary. And I, and I think, you know, music does bring people together. Now, your your story is so interesting. You you were born in Israel, mm-hmm. um, but I understand you moved to Spain at a young age. Your family, yeah, between twelve and eighteen, I and my parents moved to Spain. Mm-hmm. So I was exposed to Spanish uh, music and culture, and uh, and I went to an English school. So I kind of stood, you know, got to learn a little English, a lot of English, <laughs> a little Spanish. Um, part of you know, for about a year, I was I was, um, how can I say it, uh, in a gentle way, I was asked to leave the school in Madrid, and so I was put in a boarding school in uh-huh. England. <laughs> and that didn't work too well, so I was back to Spain. And then that's it. I was uh, about 18 or so, and I moved back to... I, I took myself to Israel, and right. and since then I've been in Israel, but, you know, having 17 years in New Jersey and <laughs> Spain, and then back here, and then back, back and forth the U.S. It's kind of confusing now, but sure. that's also because... I have opted to bring my music out and yeah. and really take myself to places which, you know, you can't wait to be invited. Just start traveling, get yourself known, expose yourself um, in a musical way and have people. So I would play, you know, in the Deep South and I'll play in Texas and I'll play in, you know, the West and North, wherever. Yeah. Just it, about every every door that was open, I'd walk in it, for years. It's always been interesting. I, I read an article once where, where you were saying that, you know, you live in New York now part-time and, you know, you feel it's comfortable because nobody recognizes you in New yeah. York. But, uh, but they do. Once <laughs> they in do. a while, they, they do. do. I'm sure. And that's not what, you know, my most important thing is really to, to get a stage and to be able to perform. Yeah. Because I do, my, my, my shows are trilingual. My Hebrew shows, I mean, my Hebrew songs, which I'll sing you one now, mm-hmm. uh, Spanish stuff. And my American stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just very eclectic. And it's what really, finally, I come to realize that it's world music. Yeah. That's it. I used to think, oh, I'm a singer-songwriter. Yeah, but in, in world music. I, I was also interested to, to read the, about Towns Van Zandt. Right. You, you recorded an album of his poetry that he, mm-hmm. he basically left you. 
Yeah, when, when Towns, uh, Towns and I performed once together, it was back in 1994, and he was uh, David Amram, who's a friend of the station. Right, right. Uh, David Amram, the great David Amram, the father of the beat generation, the first beatnik, um, in, saw me playing, I think it was in Winnipeg or in Edmonton in a festival, and he said, hey, he calls me Pops, hey Pops, <laughs> you got to come down and meet Towns Van Zandt. And I said, that's three people? <laughs> and uh, he said, no, you'll meet him. It's all, all what you think he is. It's what he is, what you're looking for. So he organized this, and we sat together. We had a Riders in the Round, and David was part of it, and a woman by the name of Linda Lowe. And the show went on for four hours. It basically was a duel between Towns and me. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> Towns was blown away by the fact that I'm singing the blues in Hebrew. Oh, you know, that was too much for me. I'll play, you know what? I was going to play something else. I'll play that for you. Oh, just that'd be cool. <laughs>
something there <laughs> oh boy so you know so towns when i played for him he just oh. jumped out of his seat because yeah. nobody told him I, I was i was anything but an american guy or right whatever, and i was not at all <laughs> so what the hell is this so i said this is blues in hebrew it's my language and and then he was so excited then i played some spanish federico garcia lorca poetry and then i played an, an elizabeth bishop poem one of the finest american poets of all times I wrote music to a poem of hers called One Art. It's called The Art of Losing, the, the, the way I sing it. And uh, then he quickly scribbled down a number. He said, please call me. You know, I've got poetry, and I'd love to share it with you. And, you know, we tried to get together right. for a couple of years, and then he passed away suddenly. And so basically he left me. Uh, his wish was that I would write music to his poetry. And, and it took about 12 years before I mm-hmm. accomplished what he wished for me to do and for us to do. And it's an album called Night Dawn. You can find it on iTunes. And uh, I'm actually trying to put together now a film that will also uh, tell that story because we have some footages together which are very unique. And hopefully we can tell the story so people will remember Towns as a poet. Yes. And besides the great songwriter that he is. He was an amazing, amazing Mm -hmm. performer, amazing man. Uh, Left us way too soon. That's right. Well, you're listening to Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco. My, my very special guest today is David Broza, who will be appearing on uh, January 7th at Town Hall. Um, film East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem is available on, on Netflix, and uh, I'm sure you'll be seeing many more places. You know, David, you've been performing. Uh, I understand you started really performing when you were in the Army in, mm-hmm. in Israel, uh, and you've been recording, I guess, since the late 70s. Is that correct? Or? My first solo album was 78 but 78. i recorded a few albums before that oh too. really so wow. my first recordings my first first recording was when i was 20 so that must have been 76 or so 75 and then um but that was one off and i wasn't even thinking of being an artist at the time somebody heard me sing and thought i should do this music yeah. and so my first album was in 77 yeah i've got about 30 something titles wow that's, that's a, it's a good catalog there. But in, in all that time, there, there's been obviously so many changes in the music industry, in social media, mm. I mean, and, and getting your messages across and your music out. Are you finding it harder or easier because of these changes? It's much days? more challenging, much yeah. more interesting. Yeah. It's, this is a, uh, we call it guerrilla <laughs> way of working. You know, really? You, hey, we have presidents who've been elected just by tweeting. <laughs> so don't tell me that communications is complicated. That's true. We've had governments that have fallen, like in Egypt, with you know with a text message. Mm. So you can actually get a song on the air just by sending it in through YouTube or through 300 different right. channels. The problem is that because if I can do it, then there's a million others who can do it. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's got everybody's attention. 
And you can only grab people's attention for a certain amount of time before somebody else pushes his way in for the even more extreme tweet or, or thing. And so really, uh, being an artist today, I would think, do your thing and just put it out there in, on any channel you can, any channel you can, any digital channel you can. And, and, but master your craft and your art and, and be out there in all the, all the little cafes and little stages and festivals and sing-alongs and whatever. Whatever helps you, you know, whatever you can do to bring your music alive and at the same time, constantly just keep on marketing. I mean, it's, it's all marketing, basically. Yeah. Just put it out and put it out and put it out on every channel possible. I've got, you know, I'll have a new song out perhaps this week. So how am I going to put it out? I'm going to put it out digitally, you know. And what we're doing right now, somebody might be recording some of our this particular hour that we're spending here. And, um, on, you know, double FDU. Mm-hmm. And, and you never know if they won't just post it on their Facebook sure. or some other uh, social media, and it might, it might just become a viral thing. So it's all there, and um, and I think the the record companies just didn't get it when it was exploding, mm-hmm. and so a, a new a new form is is taken the place of the big company that controls the media and and the way records out. I think it's much more exciting. Good. And I and I'm old at it. I've been at it for four <laughs> years. It just keeps me going all the time. Uh, as a performer, uh, how about audiences? Uh, is it harder finding those places to play? I mean, I guess not. Somebody of your stature, I mean, you're playing town hall and places like yeah. that, but do, do you find it more difficult? It's hard to fill. Really? Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of competition everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's hard for everybody. Talk right. about the big hit, the big big guys who are doing stadiums. It's hard to fill stadiums. It's hard. So everybody's doing these pairings, you know? Everybody's mm-hmm. performing with everybody. You're putting... the even even the biggest festivals, they're making sure that they've got big names, but they're playing with each other, not necessarily just headlining their own shows. Um, it's a world of you know of uh, new combinations and and new new ways of of attracting audiences. It's it's not easy, yeah. um, but I don't care. It's not easy. I mean, <laughs> I I just love the the challenge, and I just need to play. So. I do. I just keep on playing. That's well, happy for that. I mean, I, I was <laughs> I was going to ask, does it affect your creativity? But obviously, when you put out an album like East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem, I mean, your your creative juices are flowing there. I mean, that uh-huh. album has got everything in it. I mean, you you do folk rock, uh, right. a little pop in there, some some rap music. There's right. a little uh, reggae in there too, as there's well. There's a reggae and there's also <laughs> real folk. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and I've put another album since then. Um, uh, oh yes, very different. It's called. Uh, and the Lucy uh, uh, love song, and it's uh, it's my my work with an with an orchestra that we've done over a hundred shows already. Mm-hmm. It's a thirty five piece orchestra I work with, and we mix Arab music with my music, which is something I had never done before. But I think it's mostly the result of my many years working in East Jerusalem with Palestinian with Arab musicians and getting acquainted with that music and and and, and discovering the beauty of it, yeah. and, and incorporating and bringing it into mine. So. Uh, I keep on exploring. I have now a new album I'll be working on this next few months and putting it out probably within six or eight months. Just continue. That's great. Yeah. Well, speaking continuing, could could I could I beg of you another song? No, don't have to beg. You know, I'm, <laughs> as long as the airs, uh, the mics are on, it's I'll play. <laughs> so I'll do the uh, title song of the album, East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem, which you can find on Amazon and iTunes and everywhere. Uh, and for this song, um, I co-wrote it with uh, with the great Wycliffe Jean. And uh, and some people look 
Wyclef Jean, how do you connect? Well, he heard me play one night. <clears throat> he was in Los Angeles, and he said, you know, when you're in New York, come and visit me in my studio, which I did. And they still have the studio here in the city. And I did, and, I, and we ended up spending a lot of time together and me contributing to some of his recordings. And I thought maybe when the day will come, I will ask him if he'll collaborate. Maybe he'll come to East Jerusalem. He hasn't yet, and I'm sure he will. And he's from New Jersey, so he might be hearing this. But anyway, he, he helped me write this very, very beautiful title song. <laughs> Same face I see out in California Same face in Jericho Is the same face I see down in Mexico Same face in Tel Aviv Is the same face I see out in New Jersey So many places All share the same faces East Jerusalem West Jerusalem Shalom East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem, Shalom, Salam. Same face in the Haifa is the same face out in Nevada. Same face in the blues is the same face out in New Orleans, singing the blues. Same face in London town. Same face out in Kingston Town So many places All share the same faces East Jerusalem West Jerusalem Shalom Salam East Jerusalem West Jerusalem Shalom Salam gonna come at all spread a little love in the morning spread a little love in the evening spread a little love before you put your head down maybe when you wake up the world will be a better place East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem, Shalom, Salam. East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem, Shalom, Salam. You know, it's moments like this. I wish I was on television because watching you ah. play that uh, is just amazing. Thank you. <laughs> uh, such a such a powerful song and, and uh, such a powerful album and and the documentary about the making of this. You know, I I, I can't say this enough. Uh, 
As I watch it, I mean, living here in the U.S., I mean, we see glimpses on the news of uh-huh. what's going on there. But putting it in focus, watching everything that was going on around you, watching that eight days that it took to, to make this album, mm-hmm. and seeing all this great music being created. And then, as I said before, about the, when you, at that, towards the end of the f- film, when there was those, the Jerusalem Day rallies going on, and the, the hatred that was being expressed, I, you know, at, at first I was feeling frustration, hopelessness watching this. But then you ended the film with uh, the wonderful piece with the children and right. the work you're doing there. Mm-hmm. So giving us that, that hope. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I work in the, um, in the refugee camp, Shafat, which, by the way, in today's uh, New York Times magazine, there's an extensive article just about that camp, which is um, a, a sad story. Uh, you know, the camp, it's the only refugee camp, Palestinian refugee camp, within Isra- Israel's borders, and it's near, right within Jerusalem. Right. And it's almost like a, like a Soweto. It's like a favela. And uh, this is going to change, though. Mm-hmm. The film is bringing focus on it. This article is bringing focus in the New York Times. The stories and the people. It's things are going to, you know, misery is not prescribed as something that can last forever. Misery eventually brings to some kind of a resurrection, mm-hmm. if you want to use that word, if I want to use that word. And uh, people eventually take, you know, take initiatives and they learn. And, and we're part of that initiative, all of us, the societies that we are. Even here in America, you get shocked, you get this, you get jolted and all. But then you come to your senses of something. I, I look at the positive we have to do. You can't just sit around saying, oh, I'm miserable, nothing's happening. Just make it happen. So even in the in Middle East, um, a conflict 100 years old can change. Look at Ireland. Yes. You know, over right. 300 years of conflict. So the Middle East has hope. There's possibility. Uh, even though we're very complex and complicated people in the politics and all the religions, it's not just Christian, you know, just Protestant versus Catholic. This is a lot of, a lot of religion, monotheistic religions, and, uh, and each one is, is definitely the best one, <laughs> each and every one of them. And so uh, I believe in, in the humanity of it all. Yeah. And that's it, you know, rock yeah. and roll, rock and roll, folk music, <laughs> music, uh, hours like this make it work for me. Well, I remember something Pete Seeger always used to say, never underestimate the power of a song at the right time to, to make a change. You got it. And, uh, you know, you're certainly making a change. You know, uh, watching those uh, in the film, you'll see some, some choirs. Uh, yeah, the, the choir. Jerusalem Youth Choir. Beautiful. And bringing yeah. people together and, and, and going out to play for the first time together. That, that was, was that just their initia- initiation was around that time. And they had no idea why I was calling them to the studio since they were just getting together with this great musical director, Micah, Micah Handler, who's originally from the States. But, you know, uh, uh, now they're an established. They've already been on, on, you know, late night shows here and everything, traveled the world. They're still getting strong. And this children, from Palestinian and Israeli children from both sides of the conflict singing together. Then we have Polyphony, who play at the end of the album and of the film, too. They, there's a quartet that plays. It's made up, it's part of the uh, music school from Nazareth called Polyphony. And this is a, a Jewish and Arab kids who play together Bach and Mozart and, and original Arab pieces and Israeli pieces. And to me, it's all in the music and the arts. I don't, you know, this is what I know. Aww. So this is what I do. Well, and, and Pete Seeger was a, definitely an inspiration and leader in, in my the home that I grew up in, in Tel Aviv. So salute to him and, and the David Amrams and the Peter Yarrows and all the great people who are in this country who are doing their work through music. 
and and a salute to you as well for for all the great work you're doing and the and the hope that you're giving us and the great music <laughs> as well. Music, um, yeah. I, I, again, I want to urge our audience check out this film, uh, East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem. It's available now on Netflix. Uh, I watched it the, the other night. It's just brilliant. And, of course, you can see David on January 7th at the Town Hall in New York City. David Broza and Friends, uh, including Sean Colvin. That's a scoop yeah. for us today. Yes, yes it is for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, David, I want to thank you so much for being here today and, and sharing all this. And, uh, you know, speaking with children, I just wanted to end this uh, our little chat together with... Um, an Elvis Costello song that oh, you right. recorded on here. Yeah, um, it's actually a Nick Lowe song. Oh, it's Nick that Lowe. Elvis oh, Costello oh, right, made right. made into a hit. Yeah. I do have in the album an Elvis Costello song. Every day I write the book, but that'll be for another day. Okay, that's right. Well, this is um, a great way to end. Uh, you have some the children choir, choir singing on this the one. Jerusalem well. Youth Choir, yes. Okay. Well, David, again, I want to thank you so much for being here today and coming down to our studio and. Uh, Giving us all some inspiration. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. We'll hope to see you again soon. You will.
Traditions on WFDU FM 89.1 on the dial and streaming live and archived at WFDU FM. Yeah. That's right.